Entrepreneur on Fire 812. And when I feel the scar, one inch further, it would have been my jugular and I would have been gone and my gift would have been gone. John Lee Dumas presents EO Fire and FreePodcastCourse.com. Launch your podcast in 15 days and ignite. Ready to get your life organized? LegalZoom can help. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but can connect you with an independent attorney. Visit LegalZoom.com and enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout for a special discount. Transform any phone into your business phone with eVoice. Go to eVoice.com slash FIRE for your 30-day free trial, plus you get $5 off your bill every month. But this offer ends January 31st. That's eVoice.com slash FIRE. Light that spark, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Robert Riopel. Robert, are you prepared to ignite? I don't know if I'm prepared to ignite, because I think I'm already there just getting ready for this call. So, <laughs> oh yeah, we are ready yes. to ignite. And, and you know, we're going to turn it into an inferno, I think. Inferno. In Fire Nation, if you can't tell, Robert has high energy. And with this high energy and heart, he travels the world teaching people how he went from over $150,000 in debt to retired financially free at the age of 32 years old. And... With the recording date being my actual birthday today, Fire Nation, December 16th, I got to say that, man, financially free the age of 32 sounds pretty good three years ago. So, Robert, (laughs) I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So share more about you personally, then expound upon the biz. I've always been a young entrepreneur at heart, and I always wanted to go forward. But what's interesting, and I think a lot of your um, Fire Nation is going to be able to really relate to, is I had a lot of self-doubts. And so I'm like, who am I to be able to do this? And so when I did get into business, I struggled. And because of my own belief systems, I created debt. I I started making some pretty good money, but I started spending more money than I was making. And that got me into the $150,000 in debt. You know, I was taught when I grew up, if you work hard and you stay loyal to a company, that company's going to take care of you. But I think, John, you'll agree, that's not reality in today's day and age. Not in 2015. That's where we uh, live right now. Yeah, and even 30 years ago, that wasn't reality. And what's interesting about that is I did it still because that's what I was taught. And by the time I was 21 years of age, I'd actually worked for three different companies and got laid off for various reasons from all three. Wow. And even though I was upset about it, it actually, looking back, taught me one of the greatest lessons I could have ever learned. And that's if... I want to have any kind of control of my destiny and my success. I have to take control of that because no matter how big the company is, it doesn't even matter if it's as big as a Facebook or a Google, you're just another number to them. And if they need to downsize, you're going to get downsized. So at that time where I live in Canada, we have a lot of oil and we either go for the oil booms or what we're about to experience now, an oil bust. And in our oil bust, there's no work. So I did in 89 what I was taught. We're in the middle of an oil bust. I got laid off. I put on my suit and tie. I went and looked for that real job. I couldn't find one. I wanted to provide for my new um, wife. So I went and did something until I found a real job. And I actually started delivering pizzas for Domino's Pizza and started making pretty good money doing that. Yeah. Was able then to become a manager found my dream was to, I wanted to become a franchisee. My wife worked with me. 
Only problem is we didn't have any money. And John, you can relate. I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that have great dreams, but they don't have any money. Yes. Would you agree with that? Yeah, high, high percentage. Yeah. And so we thought, how do we buy a business without our own money? We researched for about three or four months, found a way of doing it, actually bought two Domino's pizzas with no money of our own and became franchisees. And we celebrated. We were like, woohoo! Of course. But we didn't, and we knew how to run a Domino's, but we didn't know business. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, we made it work. We, even when the stores weren't doing well, we made it work. But again, we started spending more money than we were earning, and we got $150,000 in debt. And eight years into that journey is when I discovered personal development. I'd never experienced it before. I'd heard of it, but never done it. I walked into a room with tickets my wife and I were given. We listened to an amazing gentleman. We went, decided to take his three-day course. From that, we ended up implementing what we learned about why we handled money the way we do. Nine months later, we went from being $150,000 in debt to actually retired financially free from those lessons. And that inspired me to say, if I could help even one person do what I've done, it would make it all worthwhile. And so I started my journey of becoming a trainer. And that started back in 2004, where I, for the first time, led my own training. Ten years later, I've traveled the world, personally taught well over 200,000 people, and am having a blast doing what I love. Well, Robert, I'm having a blast talking with you right now because I love your energy. I love just the journey that you've been on. I mean, Fire Nation, some things I want to pull out of this. Robert, you knew pizza, but you didn't know pizza business. And as a result, you went $150,000 in debt. I mean, that's quite a stack of dollar bills to kind of be able to shovel through. But, you know, there's some really key points that you also made that I really want to make sure that Fire Nation, is, as they're starting on their journeys, realizing is you always need to live within your means. And that's spending less money than you make. I mean, Robert, you were making a lot of money at one point in your life, but you were spending more than the money you were making. So right. it doesn't matter how much money you're making when you're spending more, you're always going the wrong way. And the last thing that I want to bring up before we dive into your journey, Robert, is you are responsible for the situation that you're in. So take responsibility, Fire Nation, and take control of that journey because, you know, Robert could have played the victim for the rest of his life when that economy went sour in Canada or, you know, he had to go to Domino's to, to deliver pizzas. He could have played the victim for the rest of his life, but no, he took control of the situation. And Robert, your journey is really going to inspire a lot of our listeners, I know, but we always start with a success quote. So share that quote, Robert, and why you chose it. Yeah, you know, and this quote, people don't realize that when you meet others and you're interacting, one of two things is happening. And the quote is this, you're either affecting people with your greatness or you're infecting them with your mediocrity. And in my opinion, John, way too many people are playing mediocre lives. They're not living into their greatness. And conscious or subconscious, that's what you're doing. And so it's about living into your greatness. And I chose that quote because it's actually one that I came up with because it was my life. I wasn't living into my greatness. I was living a mediocre life. And until I chose to stand up and to, and I'm not talking in an ego way. I'm talking owning who I am and being willing to show up that way and not be someone else. That's when I really, truly start to have an impact on people's lives. So every time you meet someone, Fire Nation, you're either affecting them with your greatness or you're infecting them with your mediocrity. And 
Robert, that's so powerful. And you know, you said that a lot of people are living in that mediocrity type world type living. I know there's no like exact percentages out there, but what does your gut tell you? Like how many, what percentage of people that are out there in this world are living that life of mediocrity instead of greatness? Over 90%. Wow. I see it in my audiences around the world. And one of the things that's opened my eyes from traveling around the world is I always wondered, are we the same as other cultures? And because I've been in almost every country, I see that there's so many similarities that way. We're so conditioned to be less than who we are, or we're conditioned that you must be this way or act that way. And because of that, we get into the mediocre habits and we don't live into our greatness. So yeah, less than 10% of people actually truly show up and live their greatness. In Fire Nation, if you're one of those 90% right now, that's okay. Robert was one of those. I was one of those. We all were one of those at one point in our lives, but then we made that decision Yes. To affect greatness, you know, not to infect mediocrity. And I love that, Robert. And Fire Nation, you're listening right now. You're already making that decision just by listening to this podcast, by finding Entrepreneur on Fire, pressing play and hearing Robert's words. You are already taking control of your life. So I commend you for that. And Robert, your journey, my friends, it's had some incredible successes. Retired at 32. I mean, come on, that's amazing. Um, your aha moments are countless, and we're going to dive into one of those specifically. But talk to us about a failure. Tell us a time that you really failed, a story that you think will really know, just really strike a chord with our listeners and get, get deep and really take us to that moment. Yeah, you know, when I was pondering and getting ready for this podcast, I kept going away from a story because I didn't want to, I'm like, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait a second, why am I resisting this? Because we're talking to entrepreneurs. Robert, can I break in for one second? Because whenever Fire Nation, you're feeling that, like Robert was feeling, like he was like, oh, I don't want to go there. That's too scary. That's too uncomfortable. Guess what? That's where the magic lies. There's like this image I love, Robert, where there's a picture, a big circle that's inside the circle says your comfort zone. And then a little dot outside of it says, where all the magic happens. Exactly. And that's it. Take it away, buddy. Yeah. You know, we had um, two Domino's pizzas at the time. We're struggling financially. We're deep, deep, deep in debt. And we came to the realization that to even keep our head above water, we had to sell one of our stores. And the issue was, is we had a story, a store in Calgary, Alberta, where we live in Canada. And we had another store, um, eight hour drive away in a different province in a small town. And we wanted to sell the smaller store because it was less profitable. But the problem was nobody wanted it. They didn't want it because if they bought it, there's no place to expand. And our store that was doing better in Calgary, the only way you could expand was by getting existing stores. And so we had people who wanted that store and they knew, and this is where I want your Fire Nation to um, get, because I know a lot of people get into the position. Because we had to sell, we put out that energy. We unconsciously were putting that energy out. And there's a saying that we use that says, you teach others how to treat you. And because people knew we had to sell, the people that wanted to buy that store, I won't say they took advantage of it, because I will own that it was us who created the reality, but they fully, fully went forward to see what they could do. And we went through so much stress. Um, stress. All of a sudden, the cell w- sale was about to work with this gentleman, and all of a sudden, he'd go, no, and he put a delay in her. Or it was we had to make it work, and he knew we were on the verge, and he'd go, oh, we need to change this. And all we went through so much stress, so much 
angst. Um, my wife and I started fighting because mm. it just, it, it was ruling and ruining our lives because we had to really, it, we had to sell and we put that energy out. In the end, we ended up pretty much financing the whole sale ourselves, getting monthly payments well, he was able to go in and start running the store. Wow. So it didn't solve our financial issues because now we were getting small monthly payments. The price had been knocked down so many times and we felt defeated because it was like, here we sold our store that was actually profitable and we sold it for less than what we wanted. And it, we, because it took so long, we went into more financial dire straits and it, it, did, it, it almost crushed us. But we, you know, that's also what led us to accepting an invitation to personal development and changing our lives. So everything happens for a reason. And it was going through that experience that allowed us to then have some of our greatest um, wins. Fire Nation, humans don't necessarily have a great sense of smell or great eyesight like some other animals do. But I'll tell you what, humans can smell desperation from a mile away. And when they can smell desperation, they will go for the jugular every single time. It's a reality. I've seen it in so many different industries, law, corporate finance, real estate, you name it. That's just a human trait. And I got a lot out of that, Robert, which I want to share in a second. But first, what's the one thing that you want our listeners, Fire Nation, to really walk away with from that experience? In the first initial time when it happened, I, my wife and I played the victims. We did. He took advantage of us. It was his fault. But it wasn't until we stepped back a few years later and went, you know what? We taught him how to treat us. It's because we were willing to not stand up for what we wanted because we were in fear and we had to sell. I had to take ownership. And when we did that, that changed the whole experience for us. There's a quote that you said, Robert, that I just love. I want to say one more time for Fire Nation. You teach others how to treat you. I mean, Fire Nation, really absorb that. Everything that you do, you are teaching others how to treat you. I mean, these are words that came from Robert's mouth from his incredible experience. And think about that. You are always teaching others how to treat you. So how do you want to be treated? Teach others to treat you in that manner. Take that advocacy approach, you know, not a reactive approach. Be proactive. And what I really want to do now, Robert, is shift because you're a great storyteller. You're an inspiring guy. You've had epiphanies, aha moments, light bulbs that are probably <laughs> sparking off as we speak right now. But what's one of them that you really know will really turn out to be a story that impacts Fire Nation, our listeners, so that we can see what it means to, to have an aha moment and then to unpack that aha moment and to turn it into success? Like, Tell us that story, Robert. Take us to that moment in time. Oh, Absolutely. One of the things that I see with business owners is, is when they start having success, they start getting comfortable. And look, that even happened to me. Um, 2008, I decided to take one year off. You know, I don't need to work financially. I, um, I was living my passion. I was overliving it, only home two days a month on average for my wife and I. So I decided to take one year off. But I ended up taking three and a half years off. <laughs> and I got comfortable. And because I got comfortable, I ended up getting into some of my old bad habits. And I see this in business owners all the time. And I remember it was August 10th, 2010. And I, where I live in Calgary, my mother and father-in-law, they live across the street and seven doors up from me. And they were great friends with them. One morning, she phones me up. She says, Robert, we're having issues with our um, cable TV. Can you come up and give us a hand? I'm like, not a problem. I walk up the street, help them out. I'm coming back down the street. And across from my house is a playground. There's about 30 kids in there. 
as I'm about to cross the street to my driveway, a couple comes walking out from the walkway beside her house, and they're walking a bull mastiff dog. And for people who don't know what a bull mastiff is, Turner and Hooch, the movie, the one that slobbers all over the place. Oh, yeah. You know, 160 pounds this dog was. I'm an animal lover. So I said, hey, is she friendly? And, and they said, no, she's not. We just rescued her. We're about to rehabilitate her. And I said, okay. And so we stayed about 20 feet apart. We were talking for a while. Eventually, I knelt down. And the, as we're talking, they slowly brought her over to me. She sniffed my hand. And I petted her head, petted her neck, and there's no issue until I went to stand up. The moment I stood up, she lunged for my throat. Mm. And I don't know why, and I don't know what hit me, but for some reason I had my chin down, and instead of getting my throat, she got my chin, and she locked on and proceeded to try and drag me to the ground. The only thing going through my mind, because it happened so fast, is if she gets me to the ground, I'm done. So I stood up, and she's now hanging off my jaw. Right. And the gentleman that was walking her, he had to pry her jaws off of my chin. And then it was taking him and his wife to hold her back because she kept relunging. Blood all over the place. And now the only thought in my mind is there's 30 kids in that playground behind me. I'm like, get her out of here. I'll get to my house. I live right there. Just get her away from these kids. I am walking up my driveway, blood all over the place. And now, and it's funny what happens, John, when you're in shock. And and the only thought going through my mind as I'm walking up to the door is if I get blood in the house, my wife's going to kill me. (laughs) Right? (laughs) It's crazy. And so I open the door, I call for my wife, she comes over, sees the blood, she gets a towel to my throat, and I'm now feeling taken care of. So I start to get woozy, and I'm ready to faint. But she realizes if I faint, there's no way she's getting me to the vehicle to get me to the hospital. So she goes into what we call her warrior mode. She looks at me, starting to waver, and she goes, don't you faint, get to that car. And I'm like, yes, dear, and I go run into the car. Sounds like I could use a couple of your wives during my 30-month tour of duty in Iraq there, Robert. <laughs> oh, my oh she, is, she is my best friend. You know, 25 years, we've been married now. My greatest inspiration, my greatest butt kicker, the one that holds me accountable when I'm playing smaller, when I'm not, when I'm in that mediocrity, she's the one that holds me to a higher standard, and love I it. love that. Love it. And at that moment, I had a decision. I could have sat there and gone, why the did this happen to me? Right. And played the victim. Or I could go, why did this happen to me? And what I realized, John, is that here I had, at this point, been two years in my retirement, and I was playing comfortable. And a quote, a universal principle came to my mind that I'd learned. And it says, that which is not utilized is eliminated. Whoa. And I realized that one inch further, because I got three puncture wounds under my um, goatee, because I have a goatee. Oh, yeah. And then, and then there's one on my chin when, um, where they had to do nine stitches because when you took her jaws off my chin, it had ripped through. Yeah. And so there's a scar there. And when I feel the scar, one inch further, it would have been my jugular Oof. and I would have been gone and my gift would have been gone. And I realized that here I was not living my gift anymore and it could be gone just like that. And what people don't realize, John, especially in business, is we all, every single one of us on this planet has a, uh, uh, has a gift to give the world. It has, there's a reason for us being here or else we wouldn't be. And so at that moment, I made the decision. Instead of playing the victim, I went, you know what? I need to start living my gift again. Not because I need it financially, because I don't. I need to because it's my passion and it's a gift I have to give. And if I don't give it, 
it's going to be gone just like that. And that was the decision the day I made the decision to get back into training and start doing what I love. And, you know, it, it, people ask me all the time, they say, well, Robert, you got this scar on your chin. Plastic surgery can get, take care of that. Why don't you get rid of it? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Anytime <laughs> I'm getting comfortable, I just reach up and touch it and I go, nope, keep going. That right there, Robert, is the takeaway that I want Fire Nation to have from you is whenever you get comfortable, what is that thing that's going to spur you to get uncomfortable again? Because like you said, Robert, success does breed comfort. I felt it before. You, know, you felt it before. Successful entrepreneurs, you know, we, there's this, there is this urge to take the foot off the gas pedal. But one thing that I want to bring up and have you comment on real quick, Robert, is momentum can be incredibly, incredibly hard to start. You know, pushing that rock off the top of the hill for the first time can feel almost impossible. But once you do get that rock off the hill and it starts bounding down, like that momentum is going, almost nothing can stop it at this point and you don't want to stop it. You know, there's a couple quotes that I love, you know, strike while that iron's hot, make hay when that sun is shining. I mean, Fire Nation but how do we get to that momentum? That's the question that I have to ask. And, and what are your thoughts about that momentum, Robert? Well, and, and that's exactly it. You know, uh, an object in motion will tend to remain in motion while an object at rest retain, remains at rest. So for me, success comes one step at a time. So instead of getting overwhelmed, take it and walk back all the way back to what's my first step? What can I do right now in, to go in the direction I want to go in? You take that step, then you check in with yourself. How am I doing? What's my next step? And then you take the next step. So by doing it one step at a time, you're not getting so overwhelmed because most people are a thousand steps ahead of themselves, especially in business. I've got to get here. And so they get overwhelmed because they're trying to figure out the whole journey. Don't. Take one step and enjoy being present. Enjoy every step you take. What's my first step? Fire Nation, yep. ask yourself that question and then answer it. And Robert, I'm going to challenge you now. You know, one of my favorite quote guys, Mark Twain, said, I didn't have time to write you a short letter, so I wrote you a long letter. Because, you know, we, especially as enthusiastic people, I mean, we can, you know, we can talk for days. So I want you to tell a story right now, but let's keep this at around 30 seconds. Let's be real specific, real to the point. What is your proudest entrepreneurial moment in time? Oh, one is being able to live the life I have with my family. You know, when I travel around the world, my wife and I don't have children yet. We're on that journey, but she travels with me. So we experience it together as we change lives because it's not just me changing lives. And so when I see at events, a student comes up to me and says, Robert, do you remember when you said this? Here's how it's changed my life. Oof. And I watch them physically and you see them stepping into their greatness um, and living their passion, finding their passion, I get what I call one of the greatest feelings in the world, goosebumps, one arm, two arm, or full body. <laughs> so to me, and experiencing that on a daily and weekly basis when I train, that to me makes it also worthwhile. Mm. I mean, that Fire Nation is a moment that I wish upon all that are listening. Yes. And Robert, let's talk about today, present times. You know, we just kicked off 2015 not too long ago. What is the one thing that has you most fired up right now? <laughs> well, you know, this is the time, and this is why I love being on this podcast, because this is the time to set your goals. But, and we all set intentions for the year, our New Year's intentions. What do we want to do? But it's actually having an ability to take those intentions from what your dreams are and put them into reality. And so I'm passionate because as I'm training, 
when I came out of retirement again and started training a couple years ago, it was like, I need to help create something that allow people to take their dreams to reality. And so we created an amazing um, web-based experience for people that also has the iPad app um, to it that not only gets people dreaming big again, but then it says, what's the steps you need to take to go from that dream to reality in your life? And so I get jazzed about that because I get to train around the world and watch people now start doing what they say they want to do and bring their dreams to life. Where could Fire Nation find more about this? Yeah, it's it's called Amentora, which is A M E N T O R A. So mentor with an A at each side, Amentora.com, and they can go forward slash E O fire. Amentora, I love how you put that as mentor with an A on both sides. E O fire, fire nation. Go check this out. We're going to talk about it one more time at the end in a little more detail. But Robert, before we get into the next segment, which is the lightning rounds, we're going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. My favorite thing about owning and running my business is the freedom to do the things that I'm passionate about and the freedom to be truly location independent. With the help of the incredible internet, I'm able to stay in touch with my audience via social media, provide valuable content that's scheduled so I never skip a beat, and engage via email with partners to ensure everything is running smoothly. And with the help of eVoice, I'm also able to stay in touch via phone. With a toll-free number, professional voice greeting, and a dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into your business phone. So whether I'm at a tropical vacation or running around like a madman running my business, I always have the ability to be in touch when I want to be. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com slash fire now to start your 30-day free trial. And Fire Nation, right now, evoice is offering you $5 off your bill every month, but this offer ends January 31st. Stay connected with evoice. Go to evoice.com slash fire. That's evoice.com slash fire. Are you ready to set goals for 2015 that you'll actually be able to stick to? Having a clear picture of what it is you're really looking to accomplish is a huge first step and should be shortly followed by getting your life organized so you can focus on those goals. Whether getting your life organized means protecting your family by setting up a will or living trust or getting your finances in order so you can finally start your own business, LegalZoom can help. For more than 10 years, LegalZoom has helped millions of people get the personalized attention they need. And if you'd like more help, they can connect you with an independent attorney in most states, but they're not a law firm. This month, you can save even more by entering FIRE in the referral box to checkout. Don't let another year pass you by before getting your life organized. For legal help you can count on for your family or small business, go to LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. Robert, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? I'm ready. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? lack of belief in myself, not owning my greatness and thinking I couldn't do it. Um, you know, so that was, has held me back in so many ways in the past and even present day sometimes. What is the best advice you've ever received? Oh, uh, you know, when I started training and I started getting accolades and it's easy to buy into people being so, oh, you're amazing, right. you're awesome. And the, the, the issue with that is if you... There's a gentleman that has a book um, called The Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz, one of my favorite books. And he talks about not taking things personally because if someone feeds you poison, just because they feed you poison doesn't mean you have to take it. 
And so people think that's only about negative, but it's not. If someone feeds you a bunch of compliments and you start to, oh, I'm only going to look at the good things, your ego gets built up. The moment they feed you something negative, you'll go on a further downward spiral. And so a friend of mine, people would say on stage, Robert, you're a guru. I love what you do. And I would always cringe because I didn't like that title. Right. And a friend of mine said, Robert, why do you have an issue with guru? And I said, because I'm not. I'm just me. He said, exactly. He said, so I want you to do something. I said, what is that? He says, spell the word guru. Okay, G-U-R-U. And he went, exactly. G-U-R-U. Whoa. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it just flipped me on my butt. And I, it's now the greatest compliment I could ever receive because, you know, everybody has ego. But on stage, I put my ego aside so I can be there for my students. And I want to be authentic. And I want to be authentic on stage as I am off stage. Who you see on the stage is exactly who I am off the stage. Because I know the training industry and one of my pet peeves, John, is that people who, that you see them on stage and you're like, oh, but the moment you meet them (laughs) off the stage, they're a jerk. And so in business, here's the thing. Be a guru. Be you. G-U-R-U. Because don't try and be something you're not. Because people are either going to like you, great, or they're not. Great. Be okay with that. So if you're a nice person, be a nice person. If you're a jerk, be a jerk because at least the people who want to do business with you know who you are and they're going to be attracted to your energy. The reason a lot of business owners don't succeed is they think they have to be someone to try and get the sale. And then when the person meets who they really are down the road, they're like, okay, you're different. What's going on? And so guru, G-U-R-U, Live authentically. Watch how that changes your life. Robert, I just added that to my bag of tricks. I love little things like that. It's such a mindset shift. So important. And share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Oh, reading and watching biographies. I love to read as it is, but I love to dive into biographies because it's so easy to look at someone else's success and compare your success to theirs. But unless you know their journey, you just look at it and go, oh, they must be lucky or they had the right place at the right time or whatever. But when you dive into the biographies and you really appreciate that, you know, there's a saying that says this, and I love it. Every master was once a disaster. <laughs> and that is so true. John, I, I've heard on your podcast, you started by putting your head down. And I think one of the things you said, your first 50 it, totally different than 800. No, they were, they were bad. Let's, I'm, yeah. the, the three letters, B-A-D. Yeah. And so, but people listen to you today and go, oh my God, this guy's phenomenal. (laughs) And which is so true, but you started somewhere. And so you were a disaster, but you kept going one step at a time. So that's what I love about biographies. You get to really dive in and see what the person's journey was. And one of my quotes that I love, Robert, if you want to be, do. I wanted to be a podcaster. So I had to podcast. Yes, I was going to be bad at first, but I had to do the thing to get better and to eventually get good. And here's a quick throw what I want for Fire Nation. If anybody has Netflix, Henry Ford biography is amazing on Netflix. What's really powerful about that is I'm a huge believer, Robert, in focus. Follow one course until success. And Henry Ford just did that. You know, people couldn't figure out how to make cars cheaply and he was able to do it on a mass scale. And that was why he was so successful. But there's so many lessons in there because he 
then couldn't stop focusing on that one thing. And because of that, other people zoomed by him once they figured out how to implement his one thing into other areas as well. So a lot of lessons learned, a really inspiring biography. I couldn't agree with you more. I'm I'm a huge biography guy. And Robert, if you have one internet resource like Evernote that you could share with our listeners, what would it be? I've already mentioned it, which is Amantara. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it is because now you use this as a resource to to be able to now sit there and not only dream, but then say, how do I manifest it? How do I put it into reality? And you, it keeps that focus because it, it's, you know, you talk about one step, we will actually, through it, you actually break it down to what am I going to do today in the next 24 hours to move me towards my dreams? So you bring it, it bites, puts it down into bite-sized chunks for you, if that makes sense. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Can I give you two quick ones? Sure. Okay. Um, a biography by the name, um, gentleman by the name of Terry Fader. And the book's called Who's the Dummy Now? And I don't know if you recognize the name. He won the second year of America's Got Talent as a ventriloquist. He goes on to um, sign a $100 million five-year contract with the Mirage Hotel in Vegas after his win. And again, you look at his journey through his biography, it'll change your life. Wow. Change your life. And then the other one is um, my, one of my personal mentors. It's called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. And, you know, you talk about mindset and why you believe what you do and, and how to get out of your own way. That book, every business owner, every entrepreneur needs to read that book because that was what was holding me back in my business and why I went back in debt. And it's that book. You know, I, I heard one of your podcasts where, um, and I think it was the one that actually aired on the 15th of December, where the gentleman said, you know, don't read one, um, 20 books one time, read one book 20 times. And you gave the quote from Bruce Lee, which is so true. Oh, yeah, the kick. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I, because of this book, I teach it 15, 20 times a year. I teach the concepts. And so it keeps it so ingrained in my um, psych, um, subconscious that I live it. And I, and I look at money, I look at success, I look at everything totally different. No, that's an amazing book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, and just that mind spec, uh, mindset perspective that you're talking about, Robert, is so huge. And Fire Nation, just go to eofire.com and type Harv, H-A-R-V, into the search bar. I interviewed him a couple months ago, and it was nice. a killer interview. I know you'll enjoy that, Robert. And also, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I've teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book like either one of these for free at eofirebook.com. And Robert, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. <laughs> Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Oh, you know, and again, noodling over that one. Wow. You put the pressure on to me, John. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'm up for the challenge. Yes. I'm up for, the challenge. for me, what I would do is because I love to teach people, I, I'm going to add to one of your, um, your thing about be and do. There, there's a um, saying that says, learn, do, teach. And that's how you take it to another level is you learn something, then you do it to get good at it, or to, and then you teach. And that's exactly what you're doing with podcasts. You, know, you now teach people, which ingrains the lessons on a deeper level for you. 
So in the first seven days, I would set an intention. What's my dream? What do I want to accomplish in the next year? Then I would um, find, I would Google some, um, someone who has already done what I want to achieve. Find out how they did it. If I need to, um, if I can get a coaching call from them or if it's a biography I need to buy to read how they did it, I want to learn their system. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to break that one year down. What does it look like in a year? But let's back it up. If I'm going to accomplish that in a year, what does that look like in the next 30 days? And what actions am I going to have to take in the next 30 days to bring it to reality? Then I'm going to back up one more step. Of those 30-day actions, what can I do in the next seven days to bring that 30-day um, reality to, um, to be? And then I'll list two or three actions I'll do over the next seven days. And then I'll back it up one more time. And I'll say, what can I do in the next 24 hours of those seven-day actions that allow me to move in the direction I want to go? And then I'm going to start taking one step at a time. And I'm going to start on that journey to create the reality of what I want to see in a year. One step at a time. That's why I love Fire Nation. It's breaking it down to that one step. And I love what you're saying, Robert, about learn, do, teach. We recently had an amazing interview by Ray Hingdon on Entrepreneur Fire, where he talks so eloquently about something basically identical, invest, learn, teach, ILT, where you invest in yourself but with a product, with a service, or just your own time, reading a book, whatever it might be. And then you learn that, and then you take that third step, which is teach, and so few people take that third step. And that's why so mm-hmm. few people are getting to that level of monetization, because that's where the monetization really comes in. And Robert, let's end today on fire, my friends, with you sharing <laughs> one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. For me, take action. Start. That's, that's what I want people to do. Even if you're unsure, even if you don't know, start. Just get, and it's, it's a quote that we use with Harv as well. Like I say, one of my greatest mentors. And it's, it says, ready, fire, aim. Yes. You know, I love that saying. And so get started. People can stay, you know, connect with me on my website, which is www.robertreopel.com. And that's R-I-O-P as in Peter, E-L.com. Or they can find us with Amantora. And again, that's amantora.com forward slash EO fire. And that's just mentor with an A on both sides slash EO fire. And Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Robert and JLD today. So keep (laughs) up the heat. But John, if I can add one last thing. We do actually have something really special for you. Fire Nation. You know, if they decide, if they want to go and check out um, Amantora, we're going to, as a gift for you having me on this show, we're going to have where they can all log on and have a month to try it out, check it out at no cost to get their dreams going, to really take their lives in 2015 to another level. Fire Nation, take action. Do this one thing. Try it for 30 days. Amentora.com slash EOFire. And then of course, head on over to EOFire.com. Just type Robert in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with his website, his link for Fire Nation, Amentora.com slash EOFire. And Robert, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Also, if you're an entrepreneur who's prepared to ignite, visit thefirepath.com, where your passion and our guidance unite. See you there.